Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. The extraordinary growth in telework, changing the commute. I'm Dick Oleano. And coming up in sports, the Commanders open the season with a 28-22 victory over the Jaguars. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A Ukrainian counteroffensive has driven Russian troops out of large parts of Ukraine. CBS's Deborah Pata is in the capital, Kyiv. It's a humiliating defeat for Vladimir Putin, with Moscow attempting to save face, saying their forces have retreated to reinforce the front line in Donetsk. Western military aid has given Ukrainians greater confidence, but more artillery is needed to keep this momentum going. It's a long goodbye to the Queen as her body is transported through Scotland to Edinburgh. Many people were quite moved. You would see people wiping away tears from their eyes. You would see some people hold their hands in prayers. You would see people showing their children the hearse, pointing to the children, explaining to them what they were actually witnessing, all different kinds of emotions. But it was still remarkable seeing how many people showed up on this 170-mile route to pay tribute to the Queen. CBS's Steve Futterman. There were remembrances across the nation Sunday marking 21 years since the terrorist attacks on 9-11. First Lady Jill Biden spoke in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where United Airlines 93 crashed. 9-11 touched us all. It changed us all. But it reminds us that with courage and kindness, we can be a light in that darkness. President Biden spoke at a memorial at the Pentagon and Vice President Kamala Harris attended the ceremony in New York City. Fantastic news for some students at an Ivy League school. Here's CBS's Monica Ricks. Princeton University says it's scrapping tuition for students whose parents earn less than $100,000 a year. Up until now, that cap had been 65000 The new expansion now helps cover full tuition and room and board for more than 25% of Princeton's undergrads. The high school football team from Uvalde, Texas, attended the NFL home opener Sunday, courtesy of the Houston Texans head coach Wake Miller. A lot of these guys have never been to an NFL game, probably never go to another one, but to see their faces and to walk in and when they got to go up in the suite and some of the people they met, no words. The Texans wore Uvalde strong decals on their helmets in honor of the 19 children and two teachers killed in the school shooting in May. Bubba Wallace won his second career NASCAR Cup Series race on Sunday at Kansas Speedway, holding off championship contenders Denny Hamlin and Christopher Bell. Hamlin finished second behind the car he owns, along with Michael Jordan. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 3.03 Monday, September 12th, 2022. The high today, 86. morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
fatal shootings this weekend have cost the lives of two men in D.C. A shooting Saturday afternoon happened inside a home at the 1300 block of Congress Street Southeast. D.C. police say two men were shot and hospitalized. 18-year-old Lonzo Malcolm died from the from his injuries. Early Sunday morning, D.C. police responded to, to the area of T and 7th Street Northwest. They found 50-year-old Stefan Jenkins with gunshot wounds. He died at the scene. MPD is asking anyone with information to contact the police department. Prince George's County teens are now under a curfew after 10 p.m. Sundays through Thursdays. We caught up with one council member who says a lot more still needs to be done. We've got a revolving door right now. At-large council member Mel Franklin says more accountability is needed in Prince George's County, even as the county begins enforcing a curfew for teens 16 and under. I'd really like to see us look at what are we doing in terms of prosecution and uh, rehabilitation. He believes penalties for crimes need to be tougher. We do know by the numbers that the consequences that those who commit carjacking, for example, uh, aren't stiff enough. He's also interested in seeing a jobs program for youth that's year-round. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Virginia State Police are investigating a deadly crash involving a tractor trailer that blocked several lanes on I-495 Sunday morning. The driver was traveling north in Fairfax County when the truck ran off the road, struck the guardrail, and then a pole near exit 44 Georgetown Pike. The driver died at the scene. Investigators are still working to confirm the driver's identity and notify family. Virginia commuters have no doubt heard about the partial opening of the long-awaited express lanes on I-66 from Gainesville to the Beltway. The western segment from Gainesville to Centerville is now accessible. WTOP has driven the route and it may take some getting used to at first. It's a single left lane that will go through. It drops you right into the traffic. Those that are already driving in the main lanes, it seems to be a distraction. Mary DePompe in the traffic center says they'll have a much better view of how effective it is later in the week. There's always the three-day rule. We'll give it a couple days and then you can ask us for sure. The remaining stretch Centerville to the Beltway is expected to be open by December. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. If you're riding the yellow or blue line later this morning, make sure to allow for some extra time. Metro's closing six stations south of Reagan National Airport Station, affecting both the blue and yellow lines. It's to connect the future Potomac Yard Station to the main rail system. They're also repairing the Yellow Line Tunnel and Bridge that runs between Pe Pentagon and L'Enfant Plaza stations. While there won't be any Yellow Line service, Yellow Stations north of Ronald Reagan National Station will be served by the Blue or Green Lines. Metro says it will add free shuttle service to help commuters get around. You can expect six of the stations to open again October 23rd. Read more about the changes and services at WTOP.com. Coming up after traffic and weather, what some firefighters did to commemorate 9-11. It's 3.07. We are all looking forward to the end of COVID-19 and asking, are we there yet? But if we really want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we need to be asking, are we vaxxed yet? Help us get there. Get up to date with your vaccine today by ensuring that you're both vaccinated 
and boosted. Visit vaccinate.dc.gov or call 1-855-363-0333 to find the nearest vaccination location near you. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. It's 308. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Stephanie. Good morning. If you're headed on the eastbound side of uh, 197, or not 197, <laughs> you're headed on the eastbound side of 32 after the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, headed down towards 198. Looks like we may have a crash down there by the airport. Proceed with caution there. Westbound side looks to be up to speed, headed past the uh, BW Parkway. Southbound BW Parkway, the earlier incident that uh, did involve a downed tree after 197 has been cleared up. Shouldn't see anything in the area left over. Southbound 270, the work crew along the right side near 85. No delays as you head down towards the Capitol Beltway. Interloop in Virginia, as you head after 123, you'll find that two right lanes are still blocked with the work crew. You'll get by along the left-hand side. You've got two lanes available there. As you head past the Dulles Toll Road, all lanes will open up, of course. 66 on the westbound side. The work crew blocks the left lane as you head past Route 7 towards the uh, Beltway. As you continue past that point, approaching Nutley Street, uh, all the lanes will open up, but you will have that single lane there as folks try to uh, join the westbound traffic from the outer loop of the Beltway. Let me say it like this. The outer loop ramp from uh, from the outer loop onto 66 westbound only has a single left lane getting by, and that lane has to mesh with traffic headed westbound. Eastbound 66 looks good from Manassas to the Beltway. I-95 is up to speed. No issues on 395. And before I forget, the westbound ramp from 66 onto 29 in Gainesville currently closed. So if you're trying to head into Gainesville, you're going to need to opt for either uh, 15 or 234, the Prince William Parkway. D.C. traffic looking good if you're headed inbound on New York Avenue. Seems like there is still a work zone there after South uh, Dakota Avenue. You should have a single lane getting by there. one 304 wtop is the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures making a run for the low to mid-80s this afternoon. Warmer than yesterday. We are in for some patchy fog for your Monday. We're also tracking the threat for some showers and storms. Any storms we see this afternoon could be on the strong to severe side. For your Tuesday, improving conditions, mostly sunny, high temperatures, but in the afternoon will peak in the low 80s. Plenty of sunshine and blue skies on Wednesday as well, with highs again in the low 80s. And we'll rinse and repeat for your Thursday. Plenty of sunshine, highs in the low 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 75 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 310. Firefighters across the D.C. region climbed 110 stories on Sunday, replicating the heroic climb to the top of the Twin Towers. 343 New York firefighters died in rescue attempts in the 9-11 attacks 21 years ago. Here at the Gaylord National, firefighters from the District, Montgomery County, and Fort Belvoir, like Ryan Harper, climbed to the top 10 times in 63 pounds of gear. It's 
humbling for the New York City firemen. They're carrying a hell of a lot more weight than, than we are today. Certainly humbling in uh, remembering their sacrifice. Spotsylvania County Fire's Danielle Chelly has been doing these climbs for 12 years. She did the same one Saturday. We said we would never forget. They did it and they paid with her with their life. I can do it and be a little sore for a couple days. Other volunteers completed the 2200 steps like retired Marine Zoe Rodriguez Keaton. I served in Iraq. It just has had deeper meaning for me. After finishing, each climber rang the bell and named a firefighter who died 21 years ago. Luke Luger, WTOP News. How can HBCU grads begin building generational wealth? One local organization says it's through financial literacy. Ted Daniels, president and CEO of the Society for Financial Education and Professional Development based in Alexandria, Virginia, says they give HBCU students the tools to become financially literate. These are alternatives in terms of how you use your money and also how to manage your credit and debt. They have student ambassadors who pass on financial literacy knowledge to other students and share their knowledge with their family and relatives and just have a general uplift of the community. The SFEPD program at Hampton University in Virginia requires faculty, staff, and students to participate. We would like the campus to become the model that exists on all campuses. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. Coming up on WTOP, the Commanders open the season with a 28-22 victory over the Jaguars. Rob Woodfork has the details. 313. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September Series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Ryan A. Bear, CEO of Intrepid Solutions. We looked at a number of different banks, but one of the things we gravitated towards was their knowledge of the space from a government contracting perspective and really the partnership. Something that Jeff and I talked about before is growth isn't always a 45-degree line that goes upward. There's peaks, there's valleys, but you need the partnership on both sides to grow the company at scale through different periods of time, whether that's traditional financing, winning new contracts, standing those up. We've been fortunate to do that, but also when we changed our strategy and shifted our focus to M&A and started acquiring other companies as we graduated the small business arena to a large business size. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Imagine that $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $68 a month. That $10,000 designer ring for just $168 a month. With this offer, you don't have to compromise. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest. Start your forever with Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com. Approved credit. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP. Whether you're at home, at work, or or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next lunch in with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a hundred menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. Most importantly, in a day full of firsts for the Washington Commanders, they got their first win. A 28-22 roller coaster of a victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars for Ron Rivera. It just kind of shows got a little bit of energy going. Got the crowd behind us, which was awesome. Really appreciate the fans coming out and getting behind us. And when you get in those kind of situations, you get that kind of electricity. It's not, oh, no, here we go again. It's, okay, who's going to make the play? And again, credit to Defoe and, and to the rest of the D. And with some of the guys getting nicked on the D-line, that was huge because those guys were gassed. When you're down to three tackles, that's tough. Rivera referenced second-year safety Derek Forrest, who capped a breakout performance with the game-clinching interception. Rookie Jahan Dotson caught half of Carson Wentz's four touchdown throws in the debut for both players. More on Wentz coming up in the next half hour. The Dallas Cowboys were the lone NFC East team to lose their season opener. They fall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19-3 on Sunday night football and lost Dak Prescott to an injury to his throwing hand late. The Baltimore Ravens now 11-4 in week one under John Harbaugh thanks to a 24-9 win over Harbaugh's first draft pick, Joe Flacco in the New York Jets. The Nationals' miserably long day at the ballpark ended with a 7-5 loss to the Phillies in a game interrupted by a rain delay of more than three and a half hours. The Orioles end a 4-6 and six homestand with a 1-0 loss to the Red Sox. They're now five and a half games behind Toronto for the last AL wildcard. The U.S. Open concluded with 19-year-old Carlos Alcaraz winning a four-set match to win his first Grand Slam title and become the youngest men's tennis player to lead the ATP rankings. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Congress is back this week with the House joining the Senate after a month-long recess. Lawmakers are looking to pass a stopgap spending bill to avoid a government shutdown. Queen Elizabeth's flag-draped coffin passed through the rugged Scottish countryside on a final journey from her beloved summer estate, Balmoral Castle. Russia attacked Ukrainian power stations and other infrastructure Sunday, causing widespread outages as Kiev's forces pressed a swift counteroffensive, recapturing territory Moscow's troops had occupied in the northeast. Stay with WTOP on these stories in just minutes. It's 317 Cal Fire says the Mosquito Fire burning in the foothills east of Sacramento spans 65 square miles and is 10% contained. CBS News correspondent Mark Straussman says the fire grows more menacing by the day. With drought conditions here, dense woods became acres of kindling. More than 40,000 acres scorched. Cooler temperatures and higher humidity helped firefighters. But flames still threaten nearly 6,000 homes. 11,000 residents have fled. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Stephanie. Very good morning to you. We'll start off on the Beltway in Virginia. Looks like if you're headed northbound on the inner loop, just after 50 on your approach towards 66. Looks like a disabled vehicle blocking the far right lane. Looks like it is a tractor trailer, so it's going to be pretty crowded there. Be ready to move over to the center or far most left lanes as you head up towards 66. Uh, the ramp to 66 should be available to you. Doesn't seem to be blocked. You should be just fine there. Westbound 66, unfortunately, the work zone is still out there, still blocking the left lane headed past 7 and approaching Nutley Street. Uh, you will still see that the uh, right lane of the ramp from the outer loop of the Beltway, that's 495 southbound to westbound 66, also has the right lane blocked, so you only have a single lane on that ramp. Just be a little cautious there. 
66 westbound, the ramp. And that takes you on to 29 Lee Highway out in Gainesville, currently closed still. Work zone doesn't let folks on to 29, so you'll have to be uh, have to opt for 234, the Prince William Parkway, or uh, head over towards 15. 15 might be your easier bet because you can uh, jump right onto 29. If you take the Prince William Parkway, you can get over there. You just have to get on Ballsford Road and then Wellington and then carry on that way. I-95 looks good. Headed from uh, the Fredericksburg area all the way through Stafford, Woodbridge, and Springfield. No issues on 395 to report. Southeast Southwest Freeway, 3rd Street Tunnel, New York Avenue, all looking great. Uh, now, we did have that work zone zone on the inbound side of New York Avenue near South Dakota, though I don't see any delays any longer. It's very possible that they just about cleared things up, uh, but we'll see as uh, the morning goes on. one 304 wtop is the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. How about that? Another day with cloudy skies and rain chances throughout the day. One thing I don't want to mention about our Monday is we are tracking the threat for some storms. If we do, in fact, get any storms, they could be on the strong to severe side this afternoon. So keep that in mind. And we could see isolated instances of flooding. For your Tuesday, improving conditions throughout the day with sunshine increasing. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 80s. Wednesday, plenty of sunshine, high in the low 80s. And then for your Thursday, sunny skies, low 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 75 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, we'll have the latest on a pedestrian hit and run in Anne Arundel County. 321. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of death among children? Three out of four child safety seats are not installed correctly. When installed and used properly, a child safety seat can reduce the risk of death by as much as 71%. Choose a safety restraint system based on your child's age, weight, and height. Test it out to make sure that it's an appropriate fit for both your child and your vehicle. Keep children safe by making sure they're properly restrained. Fitzgerald Auto Malls holds free child safety seat events on the third Thursday of every month. Get your child seat installed and inspected by a nationally certified technician on Thursday, September 15th from 10 to 1230 at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. That's Thursday, September 15th from 10 to 1230 at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. A properly installed child safety seat can mean the difference between life and death for a child. For more, please visit fitsmall.com. Back and neck pain or discomfort can disrupt how you work, sleep, and play. Why live with it another day? At Anova Spine, the most complete back and neck care team in Northern Virginia, our world-class experts identify the source of pain, tingling, or numbness. Then we map a treatment plan that's right for you. From prevention to rehabilitation and pain management to advanced surgical technologies. Don't give pain another day. Contact us now at anova.org slash spine pain. Are you ready for a change? Job Corps opens doors to new possibilities for low-income 16 through 24-year-olds. You can earn your high school diploma, train in one of 10 different industries, and more. We will help you learn the skills you need to confidently begin your career. The best part? It's completely free. Visit jobcore.gov or call 800-733-JOBS. The time is now. Get after your goals with Job Corps. Careers begin here. This is WTOP News. It's 322. A 21-year-old woman was killed Sunday morning when she was struck on southbound 295 at Nursery Road in Anne Arundel County. The victim has been identified as Marion Nar Narain of Gambrills. 
Here, her SUV was found nearby off the road. The preliminary investigation indicates Narain crashed. Investigators believe she was on foot when she was subsequently struck by oncoming traffic. Next month marks 20 years since the Beltway snipers killed 10 people and wounded three others. The man who was the face of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms during the hunt for the suspects is looking back at what the evidence showed and how new technology might have helped solve the crime sooner. Ballistics was crucial to solving this case. Michael Bouchard was the ATF commander during the investigation. He says that the bullets recovered from the victims were all the same. We also found spent shell casings at some of the scenes. The spent shell casings came from the same rifle. Bouchard says back then the software law enforcement used to connect the dots with John Muhammad and Lee Malvo was sparse and shot spotter technology, which quickly tells police where a gunshot happened, was less prevalent. So had that been available to us 20 years ago, that may have helped a quicker police response to some of the shootings and could have possibly apprehended Mohammed and Malvo much more quickly. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Years of COVID-related restrictions and remote learning have led to a mental health crisis among young people and one local school systems taking bold steps to address it. Six Montgomery County high schools already have wellness centers on campus that offer mental health services and by next month, those services are expected to be available at all county high schools. Originally, 10 schools were identified as priority schools for mental health service expansion. However, it became very clear that expanding services at all high schools was critical to addressing students' needs. That's Dr. Patricia Kapunin, the school system's medical officer, speaking to the school board. Also new this school year, each county high school has its own dedicated social worker. Read more about the effort at WTOP.com. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. The damage from a missed credit card payment. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Having access to a credit card is akin to a necessity, and it's important to be attentive to making timely payments. Most credit card issuers regard a payment late when the due date has passed. A missed payment typically carries the same penalties as when making less than the minimum payment due. Delinquent for 30 days, you can manage if handled quickly. Some card issuers allow a single missed payment before they charge a late fee. But this is when your credit rating begins begins being put at risk. Two payment cycles missed, 60 or more days, credit issuers begin wielding the high-risk label. Once the 90-day mark's violated, some banks will begin to seek to recover the full balance owed. Past 120 days and the debt is charged off, transferred to a third party. More damage to your credit rating. To avoid all of that, try to pay off your debts within the month they're charged and you'll avoid paying interest. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up on WTOP, Russian troops pull back from Ukrainian cities, but attacks continue on power infrastructure. We'll have that story on the way, 326. Everyone deserves the opportunity for a meaningful career, but people with disabilities are often underemployed, underpaid, and overlooked for employment. So how can we create a full